Hey kids, KJ here with the first bonus episode for the hashtag writing blueprint for a book summer challenge. Um, I'm sitting here in my office on Sunday, July, I don't even know what day it is because who does anymore, um, third. And you're going to receive this on Monday, July 4th, when it is quite likely that you might be taking um, an hour or so of your Monday day off to write down your why, to work on your book, to work on this project. Um, I will absolutely be taking some time on Monday to work because, um, I don't know, because because that's what we do, right? If we have a day job, we take we grab the time when when we have it and when there's an unexpected day off. And if, like me, we get to do this full time, uh, that tends to mean that vacation days are, they, they look a little different. And basically, I just came back from a vacation, which is why my voice sounds a little hoarse, because it was totally a vacation, you know, raving and shouting songs in clubs. Yeah, no, I don't know why my voice is hoarse. It just is. But I just came back from 10 days and it was fantastic, and they were almost riding free. I did have to take a few hours and finish something for someone. And that means Monday is not a vacation day for me. Part of it, part of it. Anyway, that's not why you're here. You're here because you are hoping that I'm going to tell you a little bit more about finding your why. And I absolutely am. So this is, this is a topic that I love. Um, and I had to sort of sit down in my head and separate it from next week's topic, which is more along the lines of theme, although that's not what we call it, because that makes this whole thing sound like an English class. But your why is your why. It's not the protagonist's why. It's not the soon-to-be reader's why. It's your why. Why are you writing this book? Why do you feel the need to get this particular story or this particular nonfiction book, whether it is a, a nonfiction story or a nonfiction, uh, you know, more along the lines of advice or how to or, or whatever it is? Why do you want to do this thing? Um, and the reason to sit down and do this is that it's gonna help you make a lot of the decisions that come up later. Because if you decide that you wanna write because you wanna reach readers, that's gonna to lead to some different decisions down the road than if you're writing this because it's a story that you passionately need to get on the page. Or it might, and it might not. But understanding and really digging down into what that is for you I don't know, it, it, makes, it makes a huge difference. So I sat down when I was trying to get ready to do this for you all um, and tried to figure out like, okay, so what's my why? And the thing, the thing about a why is some of it's gonna be the same from book to book. And you know, this isn't, you're probably not writing your only book. That tends not to be the way that most of us work. So my overarching why the one that has applied in every book I've written, nonfiction and fiction, is that I, um, I, I write because I need to tell. 
I have experiences and I need to process them by telling people about them. And I need to tell them in writing. And I don't exactly, I couldn't tell you why that is. It's partly because that's how I work it out. It's how I work out what I think about the thing. So that might be, you know, me writing an essay about uh, an experience that I've had. And it also might be me writing a, a longer, bigger novel that isn't in any way about experiences that I have had, but it, it tends to be about the things that are worrying me or the things that are stuck in my head at that moment. So I write because I, I need to tell myself things. Um, and then I, I write in the language that I talk in. I write in the language that I read in. So I don't really speak literary fiction. I don't speak history. I don't speak historical fiction. Um, I speak commercial fiction, because it's also what I like to read by and large. And when it comes to nonfiction, I speak chatty, tell me things in a way that is fun to hear. And that's, it's kind of funny, I guess, because that's also my learning style. I can't learn from, if, if you and I are sitting there face to face and you're telling me things, I'm, I'm going to get nothing. If you're giving me directions, basically after the first turn, I've tuned out. I have to write it down. Um, I have to write it, and then to get it back, I, I have to read it. So I guess that's, there you go. That's that's a writer in a nutshell. So I also write when it comes to fiction because I have huge curiosity about why people do things, which also kind of comes down to why do I do things? So, I mean, my why for writing books sort of overall is that, I'm trying to work out why somebody, probably somebody who thinks in a way that's similar to what I do, would do some particular thing. And what those things are and sort of the, the more nitty gritty book by book details of that are going to come out. We're going to talk about that in the next bonus episode. Um, but for now, I'm just thinking about like sort of why do I write? So why do I write? you know, fun commercial fiction and chatty nonfiction instead of, I, I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be writing the bi biography of Alexander Hamilton. Um, some of that is because it turns out, hey, I am totally interested in Alexander Hamilton if you put it into rap, uh, as it turns out, most of us are, but as a general rule, not so much. Um, so, you know, I, I write books because I love books. That is my language. I can't write TV scripts. I can't write movie scripts. Um, that's just, that's just not where it is for me. So when I write, I tend to be actively trying to take something that confuses me. Like, why is it so hard to figure out why people, um, why is it so hard for people to make choices that make them happy? That's the thing that that's the thing that I tend to explore over and over again, in part, because for, you know, even I, even I, I totally struggle with that. I'm sitting here trying to figure out where we should go for dinner. And part of me is going, I want, you know, what do I want? But then I'm always thinking, well, what do other people want? And what should I want? And what would be the healthier choice? And what does our budget matter? Yeah, just, anyway, I can never just figure out immediately what it is that would make me the happiest, which is annoying and weird and ends up being something that I explore in fiction all the time on large levels and on small levels. So I think I write in this commercial voice in part because 
I've got these massive sort of confused references and giant thoughts and hazy themes going on in my head, and I'm trying to simplify them into stories that um, talk to me about why people like me might make the choices that, you know, that I might make or, or other people might make or that I'd be interested in watching. So um, I'm just going to pause a minute and take a look at my notes. <laughs> All right, I was I was thinking about other reasons that um that I'm compelled to write. So I definitely write because I want to be read. Um, sometimes I write something because someone said I couldn't. The fact that writing books is hard and most people don't finish it is incredibly motivating to me. Um, the fact that selling books is hard and most people don't pull it off is also incredibly motivating for me. So when I choose what story I want to tell and how I want to tell it, I really am thinking about, you know, where I want that book. You know, I would like that book to end up on the shelves of, of a bookstore. And if I were sharing this, if I had a different why, I feel like I might, I, I would probably make different choices around that. I, I know a, a woman and she, her, what she wanted to do was put down basically the reasons that she had made the choices that she had made in her life and the people that she really wanted to read that were her kids. She wrote, I mean, 300 pages of amazing stuff about, you know, who she was and what she did and how she met their father and, and, you know, why she, why she made the choices that she made. And those that's for her six kids. And that's all she ever had in mind for it. And it's wonderful. And I would be thrilled to pieces if my mother or father did something like that for me. I'd love to read that, but that isn't what I'm doing. Um, the truth about me, and it's important to try to at least figure out the truth about you, and who knows if I've really gotten all the way down into that. I want success. I want gold stars. If I'm going to write a book, I'm writing a book that I think is going to end up on shelves and end up in readers' hands, and that means that, you know, if I would like to tell a story one way, but I'm getting a lot of feedback from people that it would be better if it came out another way. I'm going to, I'm going to take that feedback and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to think about that. And I'm going to work that into what it is that I want to say and do. So, you know, that's me and that's fiction. When you think, so when it comes to nonfiction, which of course, as you know, I have also written a nonfiction book. Sometimes the why for that is, I think this is going to help my career. My first nonfiction book was called um, Reading with Babies. Um, and then it was, wait, is it Reading to Babies? Yeah, this is great. I can't even remember the name of it. Um, where is the darn thing? The subtitle is, well, it's okay. It's, it's Reading with Babies, Toddlers, and Twos. And I think the subtitle, I can't find it, is something along the lines of how to choose, love, and enjoy books with your child. Part of the reason that I wrote that, and I co-wrote it with somebody who really was an expert in that field, but I was trying to get a start in the world of freelancing around family and kids. And this opportunity to write with Susan appeared, and we both really wanted to do it. And I had a deep and abiding love for children's literature that I wanted to share with people. And yeah, picture books and, and books for babies and toddlers are totally children's literature. But... I knew that if I could say to 
magazine editors. I am the author of this book. That was going to sort of, you know, seriously raise my chances of getting their nod to write, um, to write articles for, for the magazines, to write anything that I, I wanted to write. I just, I knew that was going to build my career. So, you know, Susan and I shared a $6,000 advance. Woohoo. And we wrote that book and it absolutely did what I wanted it to. It really opened doors for me to be the author of, of a, of a book says to magazine editors, which is who I was talking to at the time and internet editors and editors of all kinds. Oh, Hey, here's a person who can finish things. Probably if they pitch me this article about whatever, they're going to finish it and they're going to finish it on time and they're a professional. So I did that so that I would look like a professional and also because I love the topic and I, I wanted to do it because otherwise you're just going to really torture yourself. But part, big part of my why on that was I want to be perceived as a real and professional writer. There's other for, uh, to write nonfiction, there's other great whys. I mean, I think this will help my business is a fantastic reason to write a nonfiction book. It probably also, I want to share this thing that I know how to do and that I know how to love. So just as an example, there's a book out there. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's, well, no, you can get it in paper, but it's a independently published book called Newsletter Ninja. And I don't remember who wrote it, but it, trust me that if you Google Newsletter Ninja, you're going to find it. So this is a person who has a business teaching courses to help people develop newsletters that they can send out weekly that are going to build up their business or build up their writing audience. And clearly that person was like, well, if I put all this in a book, that's going to bring me, you know, it's going to bring me customers. It's going to bring me people who are going to want to take my courses. It's going to put, people are going to quote my book in their articles about that. And that will bring me more people that are interested in doing that. So that's part of her why. But she's got, I mean, I'm sure I, I don't, uh, I, I'm not this person, so I don't know. But I think the other why that they had going on was, I know how to do this and I know how to do it really well and I want to share it with you. And that's a really common nonfiction thing as well. It could be, I mean, for me, for how to be a happier parent, it was both New York Times journalists write books about their topics. So I wanted to do that. And also, I have researched this deeply for years and years and years, and I would like to share it with people who want to hear it. And I am excited to do that. So it's both of those things. Um, I have a friend who is a fantastic high-end travel agent, just really good. And she has an, a weekly email. She's Truve Travel, T-R-U-V-A-Y, Travel. And she sends out this weekly email that is like this gorgeous, generous thing about sort of how to travel with your family and how to travel with your partner or how to travel by yourself and how to enjoy it and how not to get stressed by it and how to plan things. And it is such a fantastic and generous and amazing thing to read. And I love reading it. And I, I messaged her after I read the last one and I was like, we should work together. You should write a book called how to plan your dream vacation. Um, and then the subtitle would be, and enjoy it too and share all of this stuff because it would also, you know, you could share the stuff that you love. And if she didn't love it, she wouldn't write so um, gorgeously about the importance of, of traveling and 
taking things and they as they come and everything like that. If she didn't love it, she wouldn't really write so well about it. But also, it would totally, you know, it would, it would raise her game. It would raise her profile in her industry. It would give her something to give people to show them who she is and sort of where she comes from. It could be, it could be great. But it also would just be, I love this thing and I want to share it. Um, deep work, Cal Newport. I really... You know, that book has been huge, but he didn't write it expecting it to be huge. He wrote it because he had found this way to dig in and do hard work in a way that really worked for him. And he just passionately wanted to share that with people, or at least you know, that's what I believe. And the dude is a, you know, major computer scientist at, I think, Georgetown. So in terms of sort of raising his um, academic profile and advancing his tenure cause, Writing a book about how to think hard, I, I don't think it, I don't think it was going to do that for him. So that can't have been his why. I think in the end it did do that for him because it was hugely successful. But that was just luck, or not luck. It's because it's a wonderful book. But his why had to be around. I love this. I think you could too. So next week we move sort of more into the 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 why of this story or this piece of nonfiction. But this week, the topic is really, it's you. What is your why? Why are you doing this? Why are you listening to my voice right now? Why are you going to spend part of your summer and part of your life and just part of every day that you can or weekend sitting with your butt in a chair and putting words down to share this thing with the audience that you're aiming for? Why, why, why? So you've got your assignment. I hope you finished it up. And um, I will be back next week with more bonus me rambling about what our topic of the week is because I love this stuff. So I guess my why for the blueprint is I really love my work. Um, and I want other people to be able to love it too. Thanks for listening. You, you've already got all the details about all of this. I'm not even going to give anything to you. Um, Y'all are on this. You got this. Enjoy your week and get this done. Oh, but I will sign off with our last words. Keep your butt in the chair and your head in the game.